The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five and one household will be divided. Three against two and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. This is the gospel of the Lord. I'm not sure if any of you have seen the show America's Got Talent. I would not be able to get on that show. Uh, all right, some people got, okay. Uh, last weekend, I started a new message series at Blessed Sacrament of St. Agnes. This is homily number two here at St. Joseph's and St. Ursula's. Uh, and then next weekend will be homily number three again at Blessed Sacrament of St. Agnes. If you've missed any part of it, or want to watch it again or listen to it, or if you're of trouble sleeping, go to chathamcatholic.ca. There is a link, okay? So last weekend in the first homily, I talked about, I'm not going to get into it, you can watch the homily, but America's Got Talent, I ended up watching a, an episode that was kind of reviewing these golden buzzer moments. And every season of the show, the four judges and the host uh, can use this golden buzzer once to um, have this person or group that is presenting a talent to be able to go right to the finals. And then all of this confetti and all this celebration comes down. We're hoping to do something like that here in our family of parishes where there's a golden buzzer to end the homily. But you can only use it if you make a $10,000 donation to the parish. So we'll wait for the offers to come running through. And you can only use the golden buzzer. We'll give it to you twice in a year, okay? But it, it went through how amazing these people are, are talented and really just showing their talents. A lot of them really weren't worried about winning or becoming famous, but just sharing who they were and the, the talent they had to have the courage. And I talked about two people in particular from a couple of the seasons. But again, go to the homily uh, uh, last weekend, homily number one, to kind of get the details of that. But in the first homily um, of this series called This Parish Has Talent, I couldn't say the Chatham Catholic Family of Parishes Has Talent. It's too long of a line. So wherever I'm presenting this, This Parish Has Talent. This is the name of the message series. And Things to consider in these three homilies, a few points. Everyone has unique God-given gifts. All of us have special, unique talents that God has given to each of us as individuals made in the image and likeness of God. And all those gifts are different. All those gifts are necessary. To develop, grow, and fulfill our gifts 
they have to be shared. So we don't hold off or hide the gift and bury and say, I'm not going to do that. If we want to kind of grow and develop those gifts and talents we have and to kind of bring them to fulfillment, to bring them to purpose, we got to share them. We got to use them. We got to give those talents for the sake of others. Our family of parishes relies on people sharing their gifts. Our amazing choir, our lectors, our mass hosts, everyone, uh, we, our family of parishes exists and thrives and grows because all of you sharing who you are and what you have. Without the amazing faithful people of our family of parishes, we would not function we would not build the kingdom of God here. We would not reach and serve those who are in need. And finally, these points to consider through this whole message series is we need you to rebuild after the pandemic. We need everybody, those here in the church, those praying with us on, online. We're going to need everybody's gifts, talents, and courage to step forward to help rebuild and to reach out and to renew our family of parishes so that we are bigger, better, stronger, and more faithful than even before the pandemic. We need everyone to step up so that we can shine a brighter light in our world today. So that's kind of running through uh, this series. In the first homily, I had four points. Seek divine things rather than human things. It's not our way, it's God's way that we should be following. The things that we pursue are what we hold closest to our hearts. So the things we spend money on, the, thing, the, the, the time that we use on things, those become important. Those are the things we value. Is prayer, is God, is our family of parishes a significant part of our lives? We always need to be ready to serve where needed. God's going to call us. You know, we maybe don't necessarily wait to be invited to step up, but we, when we see a need, we step up to help. Now, last weekend at St. Agnes at the 11 o'clock Mass, I processed up with no servers, no one to help me. And during the opening hymn, a gentleman from the assembly stepped up and went and came and served. He saw the need and said, I'm going to step up. That's kind of where there's a need. We step up. God kind of gives us the guidance and support we need. And finally, in the, in the first homily was, we need to have faith and trust in God like Abraham. The second reading was talking about how Abraham was uh, led to um, the promised land, led to the land, a foreign land, following God. He didn't know where he was going. But he knew, Abraham and Sarah knew who they were following. They were following God and God was always going to take care of them. So we too might not think we have the gifts. We might not be courageous. We might not think that we're worthy enough. We just got to trust God. In the gospel, we just heard this. Now we're getting into homily number two. I came to bring fire to the earth and how I wish it were already kindled. Jesus came to save us, to reconcile us to the Father in heaven, to give us this freedom and forgiveness of sins, 
but he also wanted to spark a fire in our hearts and a passion to follow Jesus, to follow him, to always live our lives not for ourselves, but for God. Not living our faith out of obligation, coming to Mass on Sunday, maybe saying some prayers, but really having this passion and energy and desire to be Christ in this world. And that's the fire he wanted to spark in our hearts. That we have this burning desire to be the best people we can be and to share our lives, especially with those on the fringes, those who are poor, those who are homeless, all those who are in need. And that baptism that we've all been baptized and given the power of the Holy Spirit is this fire to be Christ in this world. And he goes on to say, do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. In order to spark that passion and that desire to be those disciples in this world, he's also challenging us to make a choice. The choice is who are we going to serve? And that is going to cause really, you know, he talks about uh, mothers and daughters and fathers and sons and mother-in-laws and daughter-in-laws. I'm not talking about that at all because that's dangerous, right? But what he's talking about, you can't sit on the fence in the reality of faith. We have to make a choice that will be, are we going to live for God or for ourselves? Am I going to choose a life of sacrifice and service, or am I going to choose a life of self-indulgence? Jesus forcing us to say, who are you going to follow? How are you going to live our life? So the division is, we have to make a choice in our hearts. And that's a choice that we need to make daily to follow. Am I going to choose goodness and service and love of Christ and others, or am I going to choose sin and selfishness and personal pride, or am I going to choose humility, compassion, and forgiveness? If we're going to follow Jesus, we need to choose to follow him. In the second reading from Hebrews, we hear, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely. So as we're reflecting in this second homily of this parish has talent, Jesus is reminding us and trying to spark in us this passion to share his love, to be his disciple. He's asking us to choose and what helps us choose is to be surrounded by witnesses, by models and examples of faith. And today, we celebrate on, on the 14th of uh, August, I'm going to go over to one more slide here, is St. Maximilian Kolbe, who chose to die to save someone in Auschwitz concentration camp. And of course, another example, St. Teresa of Calcutta, who chose to serve the poorest of the poor, which brought her resistance and rejection outside of the church and even sometimes within the church. And I'm going to go back to that, sec that slide there 
and we heard it continually in that second reading, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. The saints and those models of faith, even in our own lives, will always lead us to Jesus. And when we truly trust in him, he gives us that passion and that fire to share the good news. And I want to show you an example of someone who's doing that today. Megan is here. She's saying, what is going on? But she's doing a video series uh, called Did You Know? And they'll be coming out. She's been working on it. And she's doing interviews of people in our family of parishes who are models and witnesses of faith. This photo comes from, I think, the title of her visit with the Interfaith Kitchen, Caring Kitchen at St. Ursula's. Talking to parishioners who are trying to make a difference in people's lives. And when we surround ourselves with people and models and examples of faith, those heavenly ones and those around us, they inspire us. They show us how to live our lives. So as I conclude this homily, what are the things we need to be mindful of? Jesus is the source of our passion and mission in life. You want to find true happiness, true joy? Follow Jesus. Get to know him. Pray to him, but also be him, right? He's going to be the source of our joy. Jesus challenges us to choose whom we will serve. We have to make those decisions. We have to make those choices. Look and see the amazing models of faith, even in our family of parishes. Yesterday, I celebrated a funeral mass for uh, Sister Angela Teresa Hoffman, one of the Ursuline sisters. And I'm there every Thursday morning celebrating mass. And one of the great joys of my week is to celebrate with them because they are great models and witnesses of faith. And finally, dive in and follow Jesus. He is the perfecter of our faith. And that's what we're called to do each and every day, to follow him, to love him, to serve him. He shows us how we're called to live our lives. So as we continue in the mass, this parish, all of us have talent. All of us have abilities. All of us have gifts. Let us allow the Lord to spark that passion to fulfill our mission to help bring the kingdom of God in this world.